0: Hello, and welcome to Horror Movies and Shit. This is Jim. We hope you enjoyed part one of our interview with Keisto Healy, and please stay tuned right now for part two. So, uh, number eight is a very lengthy slow burn from 2016. Mark, any ideas?
1: 2016 possession movie lengthy.
0: Oh, it's not the right, is it? No. I hated that movie. I, see, I liked it. I thought it was nice and subtle.
2: Boring. I watched yeah, it fight. Exactly. Boring.
0: Boring as fuck. So we're talking about The Wailing.
1: Oh, that's a good movie. I still have to see, I started that. I've never finished it. And I know it's a big thing. And
2: I, I, I have not
1: seen finish it. it.
2: You haven't seen it? No.
1: I started it, but I never finished it. For whatever reason, I got like sidetracked... We've got like ADHD with movies sometimes. I definitely
2: think that, like, that's a, probably a seven. Um,
0: yeah. That's, a, that's another
2: Korean movie. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Is it? This is his best Asian. I don't know where. Oh, South Korea. Yep. 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 Uh Next, we move on to number seven, which I did not like this movie because the ending was just absolutely fucking ridiculous. Uh, the Conjuring from 2013. Uh, uh, the, the
2: whole Conjuring franchise is kind of—it's well, like if you go into it like like not expecting much, like just wanting some lighthearted fun. Like it's it's good, but much
0: like much like the Meg, right? Yes, yes, exactly. Thank you, thank you, Mark. Thank you.
2: The Meg is boring,
1: sort of bullshit. How,
2: how can you make a boring movie? It's fun, movie it's fun. if you go into it expecting that. I, I got exactly what I expected out of the Meg. That's exactly how um, I did. The Conjuring, again,
1: we're back to the Warrens. Uh, yep. And I like the two lead actors, Vera Farmiga and what's his name? Um, Patrick Wilson. And it's fine. It's just, it's okay. It, again, it's a movie which I watched. And I'm like, that's all right. That's about it.
0: I do have to say this about that, about Patrick Wilson. Patrick nobody Wilson. Should, no, nobody should look that good and be able to sing the way he does. That man has the voice of an angel. It's disgusting. <laughs> Well, I'm not gay,
1: so I don't
0: know. I don't, I don't know that I've heard him sing. He did Oklahoma, and it was fantastic.
2: Really? Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't dislike him as an actor, despite Insidious. Yeah, Um, he was great in
1: Watchmen, which I think is a great superhero movie. Watchmen is great. Yeah, it
2: was no, but the best part of Watchmen was uh, Rorschach, and I totally believed in him as. Freddie, and then they had that script.
0: <laughs> like it,
2: I, I still think if they if they did it again and kept him as Freddie and had a better script, he'd be perfect. Okay, let's
0: talk about. We're gonna we're gonna take a break. So speaking about Freddie, there's a new fan film out called Dylan's New Nightmare, and they did a fantastic job of using the character of Freddie and not using Robert Englund. Really. Yes. so It's 30 minutes. You can find it on YouTube. How, how long is it? It's just a short? It's like, it's like Yeah, it's a short. It's like 30 minutes. So, very so cool.
1: Yeah, but I really liked him as Freddie. Um, I did. But there, there's two things that went against him. Three yeah, things, he's the writing, <laughs> number one. Number yeah. three, they tried to make him like an actual burn victim, and that yeah. did not work. And number three, I could not hear a fucking word he was saying. It was so muffled, and they
2: yeah, I don't, I don't it was, know what I did just, with the
1: sound design, but it's yeah. like yeah,
2: I'm like it, it wasn't great, but I still think he yeah. he could do the role perfectly if if he was put in a better situation. Rorschach, he was awesome at. And the
0: best part of the, that
2: entire movie, I'm sorry, and he, like he my impression also. The best part of that entire movie is, I'm not stuck in here with you. You're stuck in here with me. Like that was the well, best part. <laughs> he's a he's the best character in
1: the comic. I'm oh the yeah, movie. yeah, I loved the comic. He is, he is the
2: antithesis. I had a
0: Rorschach T-shirt when I was young. Yeah, for sure. So number six. Is a garbage film. Oh well, yeah, I
2: forgot you were here, Jim. Sorry.
0: <laughs> Number six is a garbage film that everybody loves, and I think is boring as shit. Oh okay. uh, god, the, the Witch from twenty fifteen. Ah, uh, you know,
2: I see your point, and I I can totally appreciate why people would feel that way. I still really enjoyed it. <laughs> like I, it. I I I. It is fair. It's totally fair for people to be like, "This was boring." Like, yeah. I, I can totally see where that would come from. At the same time, I just, I really enjoyed just the vibe and the style of it.
1: Yeah, Mark. All right. So I don't think it's a horror movie. I think it's a drama uh, with horror really? elements. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I I think it's a critique on extreme religion. I mean. Um, sure. and- <laughs> In the sixteenth century or whenever it's set. There is horror elements to it. I mean Black Philip and the end (laughs) The ending the whole ending. But but it's like to me it's not a horror movie like all the way through. It's like Black Death. Have you seen Black Death? I love Black Death. Right. And that's more of a horror movie than The Witch. And it's set in the same sort of time. More horror elements in it than The Witch. And that's not to say I do like, I really like The Witch. I like Robert Eggers. I like The Lighthouse and Lighthouse is another discussion because that's not really a horror movie either. Um, Which one? The Lighthouse.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's horror elements, but there's a lot of comedy elements. It's. You're after me, lobster! Um, but the witch, the witch, I really like. I don't really like when I think about the witch. I don't think of it as a possession movie. Just I don't. It.
2: Well, it's a goat.
1: <laughs> well, the, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, over, the overarching. It's kind of laughable theme, in itself. The overarching theme of that movie, to me, it's not like this is a possession movie. Again, it's more of a.
2: Yeah, I but I wouldn't. If we were making a list of Possession movies, I wouldn't think of it. Right. Um, but if someone else brought it up, I'd be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, there's, I'm, I'm,
1: it, it, there's a mixing of genres and there's a mixing mixing of um, subjective, what you take from it. Um, I'll give I it, a seven. it. I just don't think it's a Possession movie. That's if fair. you had
2: to rate it, what would you give it, though? I give it a seven.
1: But but what I do like is that they you know Robert Eggers stuck to that whole old English um, way of speaking and language. Yeah,
2: I love the style. That's what I'm saying. I love the style. Love the vibe. It
0: was... Yep. What what's your rating, Mark?
1: Uh, Seven out of ten.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: We're in agreement.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Wait. wait what about you, Jim? Uh, I would give it a four. <clears throat> I? <laughs> I, 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 mean, I mean it when I say I did not enjoy the movie at all. Like there was no part I, I can appreciate the cinematography or whatever, but there was no part that I actually enjoyed in this film. I just thought it was too boring and, and drawn out.
2: That's how I felt about the first Saw movie. I, would, I like, agree.
0: I absolutely agree. I hated we can it. Talk That's about cool. Saw in a
1: minute and whatever. But,
2: like, but, but it was my it was my first wedding anniversary. And uh and we went to see it and and my uh my wife was like i want my money back we're like you know this is our our first anniversary where we were away you know uh on our uh we never really had a honeymoon so we did our first anniversary it was our honeymoon right and uh and we're like you know we're in new york city we went to see this movie and it was it should have been 30 minutes long. And they just, just drew it out and drew it out and drew it out just to get to the like twist that you didn't even care about anymore. By the time you got, it. <laughs> like it was fucking terrible. And yep. she was super pissed. And then I was just like, I was disappointed in the movie. And then I was disappointed in the fact that she was super pissed and it was just a miserable day. And that's all I have to remember. And then they kept putting them out every year on our anniversary. <laughs> And uh, she and I are no longer together, and um, maybe it's because of Saw. I don't know. Maybe? Uh, <laughs> Saw it. is to blame for
0: the marital <laughs> dysfunction <laughs> of America. See how that is, Mark? What? Saw is to blame for the marital dysfunction of this, <laughs> the United States. I, yeah,
1: love, I love most
2: of the Saw movies.
0: Well, you know, tj Sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: it's not a surprise.
2: Honestly, the only one I've seen that oh, I that thought, a thought was sick of the Royal what? The only one I saw that I thought was halfway decent was Saw Two.
1: So, what what I like about the Saw movies, um, apart from Spiral and the one before it, it Spiral it was, was
2: halfway decent. Spiral and
1: is that. is that I yeah. love that kind of. Uh, it's almost like a soap opera. With all these people backstabbing each other like the main characters and stuff yeah, yeah.
2: it's like it's like watching survivor the horror am yeah, yeah, changing right.
1: the timelines and how they put all that together I, I, I really dig them um, I'm,
2: you're in I'm, the minority I'm, again Mark about the most- <laughs> yeah <laughs> hashtag team Jim yeah exactly hashtag team Jim <laughs> Jim,
0: that that would be trending well, on Facebook. Well, at the
1: yeah. <laughs> Jim cannot talk about the Saw series because
0: he's only watched half of the first movie. That That's is incorrect. Movie. So, hum, what? That is incorrect. I don't know where you got that opinion. You told me that. No, I did not. Okay, so how many
1: Saw movies have you seen?
0: Um, I believe I saw the first three, and then I gave up on the series. I mean, and and rightfully so. <laughs> the the only redeeming quality the, the only redeeming quality of the first film was when Jigsaw gets up off the floor at the end of the movie. The rest of the movie is yes, garbage. Exactly, exactly. Okay. And I it's not that. even redeeming
2: at that point because you've been waiting for fucking ever. Right? But at least it's the one
0: interesting point about the whole fucking right, movie. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Yep. I hope
1: James Wan listens to our podcast and check. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You know, I, I hope he does, too.
1: <laughs> I don't know. He'll be interested to hear what you think about him. that. Dude, that said, I Australia. do... I'm just saying.
2: That said, I do adore uh, Shoni Smith. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The and, uh, she's a horror darling. I agree. And and I, I even loved her on the show Becker, and uh, I even followed her band for a while. So
1: yeah. um, uh, I, I will tell you this, like... If you talk about saw traps, the wigs they've given her is almost like terrible. a terrible trap.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I weird. saw the picture of her from the the most recent saw movie and I'm like, oh my god, why did they do that to her?
1: Well like I said it's like a Spock uh, yeah. wig. Yeah. But like <laughs> they did a really bad wig in part two as well. But I love Shawnee Smith. I think the blob remake is one of the most underrated remakes ever made.
2: I still have to see well, that. I'll agree know. with that because I hate remakes. Um, and and that
0: one was, was actually good. So, okay. So on to number five. You ready, Mark? We're in the top five. <laughs> Jim's like, I'm not talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> so number five is a movie that Mark hates, but uh, Keystone and I actually like. It's very atmospheric. It is the first found footage movie that I enjoyed. And we're talking about Paranormal Activity from 2007. Yeah, well, which yeah. coincidentally is the most successful low-budget horror movie of all time. Don't care. Don't care. It's more successful than than Blair Witch. Yes.
2: Wow, I wouldn't have guessed that, but yeah, I, I mean, it's it's solid. It's solid. Um, yeah. I, I was yeah. one of the,
1: I, I was one of those people. They sent out emails and said, "Hey, if you want to see it in your local theater, write back." I don't know if you remember that or if you ever got that. Oh one. yeah, yeah. No. Um, and I, I did, do. and I regretted
2: it. <laughs> you know, there was, um, they, I don't know, like it. So many people thought it was real, like it, like the way it was done. It just took the, it took over the world. Like it was so well done. Yep. So, it, so, so I have a
1: real um, concern about people today. And people believing movies. It's like don't you have a fucking brain? It's like even the Blair Witch <laughs> project, which did a much better job because that was the dawn of the internet. And they I did mean, I, no. Hold on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I will say that the marketing for Blair Witch was completely on point. It was fantastic. Yes. I was entirely sucked in. Yeah, And when I found out that those people were not actually missing I hated the movie for ten years.
1: <laughs> but, but of course, Cannibal Holocaust did it so much better, right? Because
2: I love of- Cannibal Holocaust and I, I recently um, I recently like met some of the cast at a convention. Oh,
1: and- I, I, I met the cast on deodato um before he died obviously a few years ago. Yeah. But but what they did was um, Jim, you probably don't know because no. you're new. But <laughs> they, they, for the main actors, they made them sign a contract to say, hey, you kind of have to disappear and not appear in any other things for the next year. Right? Um, and whenever people got all hot and bothered about it because they mixed the real animal cruelty, which yeah. I don't agree with at all, um, yeah. with how like if you look at the special effects in that movie they they really hold up right now yeah um, they do uh and so dia was pulled into court to say hey you kill these people and that was a result of these people's uh having a contract to say you can't appear in anything etc which just built that mythology of
2: um right which is yeah. exactly what they tried to do again with blair witch and and Yep. And they did they did do it well, you know, creating the website and everything and like all the fake lore that they put everywhere. It was really it was really masterfully marketed. Now, yep, but if you didn't have any of that and you just watched the movie, <laughs> it would be boring as shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And like the big like the big ending like, "Oh, they're standing with their back to us." <laughs> like I felt nothing.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Once I once I realized that it was not actually a found, a real. It wasn't really found footage. It was a movie. I was like, "That is the stupidest ending I've ever seen in my life." Oh, right. Oh exactly. my god. He's In a corner. Exactly. exactly. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Jim, you thought it was a snuff movie. I did. The movie theaters. I was a hundred percent sucked in by that Mark. I mean, I that's think, what they Marquis. wanted you to think, Mark. But, that was the that was right, the idea. Right, but but even as however old I was back
1: then. I'm like... I, 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 I was... I, I, that, that, like, they're not going to release a snuff movie in the
0: movie theaters. I 100% <laughs> thought that it was real found footage. Well, I'm not as naive as you
2: do. Well, I mean, you're saying that, but they kept the scene of uh, of Brandon Lee's death in The Crow. so they did. I,
1: so, but, like, a snuff movie is it's something different
2: right yeah so, but it's not a snuff film it's not a film of like people being like kidnapped and murdered and like it, you know it's it's a ghost story and it's supposed to come from the found tapes and like if there were found tapes of real uh, deaths and de- there's documentaries of shit like that like you know it's not that it's not far from from feasible
1: really well, I, mean, I, I mean i think it, like like the dark web is much more on point with that sort of horrible nastiness, but
0: uh... and side note, the game is fantastic. There's a, there's an actual PlayStation video game that is phenomenal. Oh, because really? It's sort of a choose your own adventure. So based on the actions you take in the game is how the game is going to end. And I love those games.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I I've always appreciated that style of gaming. I, I don't th- I don't think
0: I've ever played that one, so that's kind of cool. It's great. And you could probably find it for like five bucks because I bought it for five bucks at GameStop. Very cool. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Next, Jim. Okay. So yeah. we're on to number four. And number four, we're going to talk about one of my favorite films, The Evil Dead. The first one?
1: Yes. <clears throat> I feel like they shouldn't have put both The Evil Dead and, or sorry, Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2 on the same list.
0: Yeah, Black. I kind of agree. Why? Because they're both possession movies.
1: Be, like but literally, they, almost
0: the entire cast gets possessed. Ex- I I'm mean,
2: like it, I, I just feel there's other almost, movies out there. And it's just—it's like it's almost—it's almost a reboot, just with a slightly bigger budget. Like it's—it's sure. uh,
1: it's like so. So all the Evil Dead movies—it's almost like just put. Evil Dead franchise as one thing.
2: I think. I mean, I be. love them. I'm not saying yeah. I don't love them, but uh, but it does feel like, you know, if you've already got two, which is like, you know, the remade, slightly better version of one, like
0: that, uh, you know, you're good. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> yeah. Next. So. Number three is probably one of the best movies to come out in the last 10 years, Ooh. In, in my opinion. And I know, Mark, you enjoy this movie as well. I don't know how yeah. he still feels. It's hereditary. Yes. Uh,
2: I actually, you know, it was funny. Um, and, and I'm going to uh, apologize to Kelvin Allison if he happens to hear this, because um, it's his most hated movie of all time, I think. But um, really. Yeah, he he despises it and everyone who loves it, <laughs> but um, and he's well, a fantastic. I'm sorry, author. That we're not making any fans. Uh, he's he's a wonderful person and a fantastic author. It uh, and I crack on him all the time because I absolutely love Hereditary. Um, in fact, I, I've been trying to get my you know my kids into horror, and it was the first movie I watched with them that like genuinely scared them, uh, and. They'd watch several horror movies, and and they were like, "Eh, you know, it's not scary, it's whatever." And like, they were glued to the yeah. television for Hereditary. So I feel like if you can do that to people who are like desensitized, you're doing something right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think Hereditary okay. is a modern classic.
0: Yeah, um, I, 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 I
1: love. Um, I don't know if it's going to come up. The Taking of Deborah Logan. It is um, not unloved,
0: on this list, I can tell you that. I love movies
1: which build That's up That's a solid movie, though, for sure.
0: It is. It is absolutely. I love that movie. I love
1: movies which build up a mythology all by itself. <laughs> yeah. Um, you could say the same with The Exorcist, yeah. um, and It it just plays out, right? So the the whole King Payment thing um, is an actual um, god of hell in some, like, old books or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I love the misdirection, because whenever I watch the trailer, right, so they have the little girl as, like, the main person, right? Oh, oh my God, she's probably going to get possessed, right? And she's going to be crazy, and it's going to be like the exorcist. And then she gets her head fucking knocked off. Right. I'm like, oh, my God, where are we going to go from here?
2: Yeah, that shit, it's shocking. It, 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 it hits you.
1: But the the scariest point in that movie is almost the dinner scene, because it's so real. Because, like, the sun goes to bed after that happening. The body's in the car, and it's like you can kind of relate. It's that flight or fight thing, and he's just flown. He's just like, I can't deal with this. That my sister's headless bodies in the back of my car i'm just gonna go to bed (laughs) i hope it's not real right
0: i don't know that i can i can almost say that that feels real because i don't think i'd be able to do that right (laughs) yeah for me that was that was a bit much yeah that that, my my the most horrific scene in this movie is when tony collette saws off her own yes
2: exactly that's what i was just gonna say and Fucking A, I love Toni Collette.
1: Of course, she's
0: fantastic. We should have won an
1: Oscar for that movie. Yeah, I agree. But honestly, to me, the most uncomfortable, because, again, I'm coming from a place where I don't believe in the supernatural or any of that stuff, right? Right. So it's like the real-life stuff is more impactful. That dinner scene where it's like after the funeral and like they're just yelling at each other, is almost more like frightening than the rest of the movie because it's so real
0: yeah i could see that love it okay so we're on to the the top two mark any guesses as to what number two is uh i'll give you a hint this is a movie i had not heard of until last week
1: so it's a new movie
2: no so, so Evil Dead One and Two are both on this list, but The Right didn't even make the list. Correct. Wow.
0: Okay. You've never heard of this movie? I had not. No. Did I bring it up? No, no, no. I actually just read about it in a in a list that I happened upon last week. Is it we it, have is not talked it? about it. Huh?
1: Is it possession?
0: It is. Yeah.
1: With um,
0: Sam Neil. North,
1: Northern Ireland's favorite son.
0: Yep, It is. So tell me, ahead. Mark, why do I need to watch this movie? I
1: don't know. I haven't seen it yet.
0: Oh well. Wait, neither of you have seen it? No. no. I'm. I, I don't want
2: to. I don't want to say a lot. Just, just watch it. <laughs> okay. Fair enough.
1: <laughs> enough about it, but I haven't seen it, I and mean, I know it's kind of arty and uh, yes, butter. for sure. What's her face goes like crazy in the tunnel and stuff. Yeah, and I again Northern Ireland's finest Samuel's in it. So it's I should watch it.
2: If it's definitely worth a watch for sure. Uh, It's
1: it's one of those movies where I feel I have to be in the right mood to watch. mm -hmm. I just haven't been in the right mood to watch. I
2: feel like like all possession movies are that way. Like if you're not in the mood for that, (laughs)
0: like
2: like it's a very specific feel and vibe.
0: Yeah, it is. It can be. So, Jim, number one is maybe. Um, I'm not. There's, there's not even a guess. Just tell me what number one is, Mark. Repossessed. It is not repossessed, although that's a fantastic movie. Know. It, it is absolutely fantastic, but that is not the answer. It,
1: it might be the sexorcist.
0: Uh, that is not one that I know. The, the,
1: the sexorcist. Sex
0: What's that?
2: The sexy it's remake good. of The Exorcist.
0: I was talking about <laughs> Rob Zombie. Last Exorcisto or whatever. I, I none of those I know. Of. It's The Exorcist. I mean, let's not mince words. What is which is one hundred percent, absolutely, the best uh, possession movie ever made. Have you ever watched um, the nineteen seventy four
1: movie from Turkey, Satan? No, S-U-I-T-A-N. Um This, this is one of you know, like Bollywood and stuff does like shot for shot remakes, right? American. This is a Turkish remake of The Exorcist, or reimagining, or a totally um, not related for copyright um thing yeah i watched satan probably 20 years ago and it was hilarious i
2: you know i feel like i have seen it just from like the way you're saying it like but yeah i've seen so like so many movies that didn't you know stick so, the uh, Italian, um, I saw it. I feel like that's a movie that if I started watching it right now, I'd go, oh, it's this movie. Yeah. And then uh, Beyond the Door.
1: I don't know then, that uh, one. I don't know that one. It's Italian. Let's see. When did I watch this? And there's like three sequels to it. Uh, but yeah, it says Italian knockoff, but it's like half of The Exorcist and half of Rosemary's Baby. And it's it's pretty good. For what there's
2: definitely, um, definitely some possession movies that have uh, not on that list.
1: Oh, there's there's uh, there's so many. It's like the possession. All of- I mean possession yeah.
2: movies worth talking about.
1: <laughs> well, I know. You could just Google the possession of dot 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 and probably get five hundred titles. Um.
2: So one of one of my personal favorites, uh, but I didn't know if it would count because it's not. Um, it's it's not really demonic possession, but it is definitely possession. Is the movie uh, the
0: possessor? Possessor. So uh, I. I've seen this this cover art probably a hundred times, but I have never watched the movie. Oh, it's
2: so good. It's so good. It's uh, Brandon Cronenberg, right? Yes. Yeah, I believe yeah. so.
1: The only one I've seen of his is Infinity Pool.
2: Okay, what do you I'm think sorry of that? For you?
1: I thought the Infinity Pool was good, but I think there was more to explore there that he didn't. About the main conceit, so I uh, liked it, but I thought it was uh, th- there could have been more done with that concept.
2: Okay, I, I can I can see that. Um, <clears throat> I I loved it, but I can see how you would feel that way. Because because uh, yeah, it's okay. Uh, we didn't we didn't talk about Pope's Exorcist. Has anyone uh, not seen anyone it? The, the why, newest... why did
0: you have to bring that garbage up? That is terrible.
2: <laughs> I, I haven't watched it yet, so I don't know. It,
0: it's awful. It is so awful. <clears> throat> there,
2: throat> there's not
0: one single redeeming quality about that film. It, it's just straight garbage.
2: How about Haunting in Connecticut? Yeah.
0: That was
1: all
2: right.
0: It was okay. I mean, I thought it was definitely this... okay. I thought the storyline was pretty good. And having grown up in Connecticut, it was a bit near and dear to me. How about The Devil Inside? I don't know that I've seen that one.
2: Actually, that's a solid movie. So so it Sounds like
1: a porn to me. This was the one that it ended, if I, I'm remembering it right, where you have to go to a website to find out what happened at the very end.
2: Hmm. I don't remember that. I don't know.
1: I think that was uh, the shrine,
2: Jim.
0: Oh, we did watch that. When we watched the ritual, didn't we? That the I hated. That. Right, we watched that and the ritual together, right? Because Lucy, oh, that mean, was the first episode I Lucy was shrine. on. Yes, I do know the shrine. Yes, I, I did not care for that movie at all.
1: I, I thought that was a great um, kind of.
2: You no,
0: know, the shrine it. was solid.
1: I didn't care for it. It, it flips the script on the audience, right? Because you think yeah. the Beatles and what they did so well is they don't translate what the locals are saying. Right. But they're actually the good guys in it. But you think that they're the bad guys because they're right. like hillbillies. Uh,
2: there's.
0: Um, Jason. There's love was- What? Who was it? Oh, don't even put that in that list. Don't be an asshole. I didn't hear it.
2: Jason Goes to Hell? Oh, God. No, come on. Stop it. He's possessing
0: different people in that movie. Just stop it. But he does. (laughs) He does. He does, does. but that's neither a possession movie or a Friday the 13th, so shut up. I like
1: Jason Goes to Hell.
0: Rosemary's Baby? Yes, well, that's a that's a, no. That's a devil rape movie. That is not a possession movie. Jim only watches
1: devil rape movies with his. Mom.
0: Does devil rape not end in
2: possession? Not always. So I I
1: don't think that's a possession movie because nobody's. It's more like a gaslighting movie. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, it kind of is.
1: Uh, the Ghostbusters.
0: What? Oh come on! <laughs> Just because Dana and what's his name get possessed, you really think? You, no. Yes, I get
1: possessed
0: in <laughs> <from> it. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh.
2: Um. There's there's one I'm trying to remember the name of, and I can't remember it. And I'm trying to look it up, and I can't even find it. And it's actually good, so it it annoys me that I can't find it. Uh, I used to watch a lot of. Indie movies. Um, were you all fans of the uh, After Dark Horror Fest when they did that? Yes, oh, I remember
1: the, like Grave Dancers and stuff. Yeah, Grave
2: Dancers was, was fantastic. It was good. There was yeah. a lot of solid movies. One of my favorite ones from that was uh, the Deaths of Ian Stone.
0: You well, know that was that was a surprising movie. I enjoyed it.
2: Yeah, it was really cool. I I, I
1: have seen that like on my streaming services, but I've never clicked on it.
0: You, you should watch it. It's pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. it's worth uh, a watch. I, I, I kind
1: of sure. like the concept. I don't know why I've never The
0: original, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Um, golly, sure. the, he dies like nine times or something in the movie, don't he? <laughs> yeah. Night of the Demons. The 80s classic. We already talked about that one, but... Oh, no, we talked about Demons. Never mind. Uh, this one
2: keeps coming up, but I do not know it. It's called The Possession of Hannah Grace. Have you all seen that? It sounds seen, familiar.
1: I've, I've seen the cover, uh, you know, on streaming. As yeah, well. I've seen the... Uh,
2: it, it just keeps coming up on every search, but I don't know it. We never really
1: talked about it, uh, because Jim has just got, like, a reverse boner for Jennifer Carpenter... <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's concave damn it
1: damn is, it is a really good possession movie.
2: Um,
0: is oh wait uh how do y'all feel about veronica i have not seen veronica i saw it it was so
2: he,
1: this is where it's a victim of the social media right yes
0: exactly
2: i was just gonna say that this was another one it's like only know, people are fainting. It's the scariest movie fucking Yeah, right. But it was a good movie. Exactly. It's self. a good movie, but it's nothing near what anybody said. <laughs> yeah,
1: you don't need to show your fucking nonsense down my throat. Um, Deliver Us from Evil. Oh, Stigmata. That's a good one. I was seen that in one.
2: My years.
0: best friend. Is season. that a possession movie? Yes. Why?
1: Because I say so, Jim. Shut
0: up. You're wrong. No, because she is getting possessed. She is not getting possessed. She's getting the stigmata, and none of that has to do with possession. Oh, you're talking about the movie stigmata? Yes. Oh no, that's not possession at all. Thank no. you.
1: Is it? I am.
2: It's even a moderately okay movie. <laughs>
0: it is, but my the thing that I like the most about it is, there's a giant fuck you to the Catholic Church. Yeah, for sure. That, I mean, I feel like that was the whole point. <laughs> That's exactly the point. That's the only reason for that movie. <laughs> oh, so what we're talking about, inanimate objects being possessed oh, now? Wait, here's I a was movie. That was
2: completely original and super cool and not talked about enough is Incarnate.
1: Um, I think
2: I've seen that. It's... Um, Uh, what is his name? Aaron Eckhart.
0: I do like Aaron Eckhart.
2: Yeah, I, I, I like him in just about everything. And it's it's a completely unique take where he approaches possession from like uh, like a, a, a psychological
0: perspective instead of a religious perspective. But, I mean, let's be honest. Even if you read the book The Exorcist by um, William Peter Blatty, yeah, a lot. In my opinion, anyway, when I read it, a lot of it is more psychological. They talk about her having the, the uh, the book about demon possession under her bed. They talk right. about yes. So it, it is a lot more psychological, and I appreciate that.
2: Yeah, yeah, and there's um, you know that that's the whole thing with the uh, the possession of of Emily Rose. Yeah. Is it was really based on um, that true story, where a lot of people said the girl had epilepsy, right, and she ended up, you know, like dying during the um, the priest exorcisms, and then there was all like, well, you know, did they kill her? you know because she was actually epileptic or was there a demon involved and they really tried but just couldn't save her and like what do you believe you know right um
0: (laughs) mark do you want to start us off with what you've watched Uh, watched? oh movies (sighs) or shows or what are we talking everything Everything. every shows games books whatever all right i'm down with that <laughs> so
1: i feel like being kind of contentious all the way through so apologies for this um i watched saw x <laughs> and i liked it quite a lot
2: um, yeah you know everyone's saying it's great and, and it may very well be and i won't see
0: it <laughs> yeah that's that's one of those ones i'll watch on streaming
1: it's that's very it. it's
2: very different
1: from the other saw movies which are very like Kind of well, that's promising. <laughs> it's, it, like, the other ones are very frenetic at the start, and there's a lot going on, a lot of jump cuts and everything else. This is very much Tobin Bell's uh, movie, where it's more like a character study. Like, mm-hmm. nothing really happens for the first 30 minutes, really. Didn't oh, I'm sold like on it now. <laughs> I know, but it's weird. I mean, even the track aren't <laughs> that great. But it's just it's just good to see him and Connie Smith. Um, kind of back again, and it's more yeah, just like scheming and talking, and um, it, yeah, I, I mean, I, I I liked it quite a bit. I thought the traps were kind of lame, but um, again, it's a different type of movie, so um, I thought...
0: Didn't his character die like six movies ago? <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Yes, exactly. Apart. Totally did. He had cancer. Yes. Oh, well, he got his
2: throat
1: cut. Spoiler for Saw Three.
0: But so, how does he keep coming back in these movies? <laughs> I
1: think this one is um, set back in time. It's supposed to be okay. between Saw one and two. Okay. But I think it was just like okay, it's like I think it's their twentieth anniversary or something.
0: Let's what would you call Campbell that? Yeah.
1: And Shawnee Smith back. And,
0: uh, yeah. So it's a sequel to the original, it's- but a prequel to the sequel. It's a sequel. Pre- <laughs>
1: it's a sequel pretty cool. yeah. Yeah.
0: But, that's like star wars shit yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: like, I, I can only imagine like this one's done really well so they're yeah. probably going to want to bring them back again and like i swear to god like it you know the original saw and saw two came out probably what 2002 three something like that and, yeah. and they're supposed to be in between those two movies but they're twenty years older in real life.
2: Yeah, um, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> not CGI them or any of that shit. They just look older. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's really, that's weird. really nonsensical. <laughs> like, like
1: you're. <laughs> like Tilly bell is like eighty now. I yeah,
0: for real, like literally. Like in her 50s. <laughs> he he wouldn't be getting off that floor not without any help, right? <laughs> I'm kind of in a lot of the action
1: parts too, but like I really like Tobin Bell as an actor. I like. I
0: from, think he's a good
2: actor.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, he's still, a
2: good actor for sure. And I like Shawnee
1: Smith, but again, they did her dirty with that wig that they put on her. It's it's the like fucking spot wig. I don't know yeah. what the fuck they're. Thinking it is. The it is
2: on my bucket list to meet her though, and I just saw a friend of mine uh, posted pictures on Facebook that they met her at a convention. So, uh, it's a possibly feasible,
1: yeah. Uh, I met Kevin Bell like in 2014, and it, he was one of those people that it was, you know, so successful. It's like a, a machine line of, yeah. hey, who are you? Put this in here, right? He's gonna sign it. Blah, 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 blah. Um, that was
0: when I met Bruce Campbell,
1: yeah. Uh, Bruce Campbell, exactly the same. Um, I watched 2023's. I'm probably going to mis- mispronounce this. Sizu.
2: Okay. Yeah. I don't know that one. Heard no, I've I haven't seen it yet. I've been dying to see it. Me too. Since I saw the
0: the trailer, like before it was even out, I was like, I need this. And, and I tell me it's just a bloody action flick, so that I can still want to see it.
1: So, so this is um, the director uh, that did Rare Air, exports. Like I keep talking. Awesome. And you know you hear a lot about uh, oh it's like John Wick. Um, no, it's not like I hate
2: John Wick. Wick. Oh, uh, gosh, that it, hurts. It's more like a back to uh, Team it's, Mark. It's, <laughs> it's more like a
1: Quentin Tarantino movie, really. And
0: you know yeah, that's not that's not doing me any favors, Mark. No, oh, man, still on Team Mark.
1: But <laughs> it isn't. It isn't because he doesn't talk until like the very last scene. So it's not a lot of that.
2: I saw enough Splatterpunk just in the trailer to know I'll love it. <laughs> yeah.
1: So it's, it's weird. It's split up into like five chapters, right? So they kind of do that chapter thing that goes back to uh, kind of spaghetti westerns or those yeah. um, kind of 1950s World War II movies. Um, so we have our eponymous uh, uh, character, and the first 10 minutes is really just him and his dog and his horse digging up some gold. And this is set in World War II, Finland. Right.
2: Yeah, yeah. I saw that in the trailer.
1: Yeah. Um, and then the next uh, chapter are about basically him meeting, uh, you know, he's found some gold. He's an ex-commando um, that's got kind of mythological – Uh, (laughs) Um, things around him where they say, you know, he took out 300 Russians and he's unkillable. And that's kind of what the Sisu thing is. Um, But it's very stylishly shot. It's, You know, in, in Finland, it's very flat, right? So you don't get a lot of trees or anything. And it's really this game of these Nazis who find out that he's got some gold and trying to get the gold off him and him just being a badass all the way through, <laughs> but
0: that that sounds like a fun time. Yeah, yeah, for sure, exactly.
1: It kind of takes that John Wick thing, right? Where you know, oh, he's unkillable, and people are talking about it because the Nazis have this like uh, group of women that they've kidnapped, and they're all talking about his legend, right? How oh, he's immortal and stuff.
2: Yeah, just like the whole John Wick boogeyman legend and everything.
1: Art. And it's it's they're like, oh no, he's not immortal. He just refuses to die. And they kind of ramp up like these situations where it's like, come on, you're going to fucking die in this situation like anybody would die. Um, but it's uh, really You'd fun. be surprised. Yeah. It's really fun. Um, it's got a slow start and it, it, it's kind of got these spaces in between the action. Um, but it's really good. I love it. Four and a half
2: out of yeah, I, I'm actually dying to see that. I was actually just talking about that earlier today.
0: Like, I can't
2: wait to see that movie. No. I, that movie. In my it was life. on um, Stars, I think.
0: I'll have to look that up then because I, I do have Stars.
1: Yeah. Uh, I watched 1932's uh, Boris Karloff's uh, The Mummy for the first time. No, seen it before. Uh, okay, but, but a long time ago.
2: Yeah, and um, I was like, "That's kind of exciting if you're seeing it for the first time." Uh,
1: and and you know, I kind of forgot it's it's very much kind of like the Dracula template. Oh yeah. As far as, uh, you know, he's not the mummy all the way through. He's only the mummy in a couple of scenes, but he's just an actual person, who, right? Who's going around and uh, you know he's trying to revive his dead um, ex lover. And again, 1932. Jim, I thought you know you would like it because they were saying whenever they first uh, dig him up, they're like, "Oh my God, he was like mummified and tortured and stuff." I wonder, I wonder what what he did. And they're like, one of the guys was like, "Yeah, he was probably getting uh, you know gay with the vessel Virgins." <laughs>
0: like, oh, such getting gay man. with women. I you don't know that that would work. <laughs>
1: our virgin Before you stole it. <laughs> so uh, yes, I,
0: I I started the campaign to steal that word from you, people. Yeah. Mark.
1: There, there, there's not much more to uh, talk about. The Mummy is a classic. Um, yeah. 1932. Okay, so here's here's the movie where I had a big problem, and again, it's the writing. And it, I don't know, maybe because I watched The Mummy, I was kind of. In Egypt, and i'm like oh, okay let's just see something else i watched 2014's the pyramid
0: oh god i tried to watch that once
1: and this is the stupidest movie i've seen in a
0: lot i remember
1: so 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 the premise of this <laughs> it's even the premise is fucking stupid it is <laughs> well i swear to god so they found this pyramid and they, they only got the top, and they, they use a satellite to say, okay, well, there's this brand-new pyramid in Egypt, and most of it's, you know, it's kind of like the iceberg thing. We've only oh. seen the top, and everything else is buried. Um, and they're trying to throw in this, uh, like, people revolting in uh, Cairo, and there's all this stuff. Uh, but the premise is... There's one <laughs> one Egyptologist and his like twenty year old daughter, and they're the only two people that are there with this brand new pyramid that's hidden under the ground. Right? You wouldn't have a whole world of um, Egyptologists coming there, right? You just have this one guy and his daughter. Yeah, and then you—that's have... all the budget would allow, anyway. <laughs> and then you have. Because they want to do, like, some of it handheld. They have, like, a, a documentary crew coming in to talk to them. And it's one woman and her cameraman, who is somebody from the in-betweeners. I don't know what's the British show. That was um, awful. And then this other guy, who's apparently the love interest of the, the daughter, who's got, like, a NASA robot that's going to go down Search out, and they have one Egyptian soldier who's ch- telling them, "Hey, Cairo's getting crazy. You have to leave."
0: Oh, but is it the same Egyptian soldier from the the remake of the Mummy with Brendan yeah. Fraser? Because he was pretty badass.
1: <laughs> but, uh, uh, it's already boring. My description of it, and so they send <laughs> they send this rover down into like. Underneath the sand, and it gets destroyed. So, this one uh, Egyptologist who apparently is from Princeton, he's their top Egyptologist, decides to go down with, like, you know, the ride type bunch. Oh, we're doing a documentary, we have to follow you all down, bullshit. So, so. So they're wandering around this uh, buried pyramid, and it's like as stupid as you can get. They they run into some creatures which are Sphinx cats, which are terrible CGI 2014 Sphinx cats (laughs) that are attacking them for no reason. Right? They're just there. They're, they've just been living under there. And they explain it, it's like, oh, they've been eating each other. Okay, oh, but they don't have any fucking water. I mean, <laughs> and, and they go into this room, and they go into, like, the kind of Indiana Jones booby trap sort of thing. And they're all standing, and, like, the, the ground underneath them starts to crack. And they're all standing there talking for, like, fucking five minutes. Hey, walk over here, walk over here. I'm like, you can just walk over to the wall and it's not cracking, right? But they all fall down. <laughs> and they're like, oh, my God, and everyone's okay. And then a boulder falls down on this one guy. And the cameraman's like, oh, my fuck, what are we doing? Well, you take the boulder off his fucking leg. Like, what are you this for? All, I, they all try to push it off. I don't know what to do. And again, this um, Egyptologist from Princeton, they have fucking logs holding up different parts of the room. Do you not know about leverage, right? Do you not know how to leverage a fucking uh, boulder off somebody?
0: They did in the Nun, too.
1: Just yeah. saying. I'm so fucking bad. And so they start wandering off. And. Then they're you know they're they're trying to make their way out and the sets are horrible the acting's horrible. Uh, then they're going through like they push out a block and they're trying to go through and the cats are coming after them. And again, the guy goes, like, what the fuck are we gonna do? Like, you're at the front. You just keep going forward. Like, what? What else are you gonna <laughs> do?" <laughs> the fucking, oh my god. And, and then, okay, so this gets to the, the worst point. So the there's is, more. Is, is, <laughs> uh, so the Egyptologist. The, yeah, another creature down there, and it's Anubis, and it's a 2014 CGI Anubis.
0: Um, so the but, cats weren't eating themselves. Anubis was eating the cats because he's a jack. Well, well, we'll get back
1: to the cats. <laughs> <laughs> So, so uh, uh, the, good, good the Egyptologist is talking about what Anubis does, with like weighing, like taking out the hearts of people and weighing mm-hmm. them. But, but the mythology is all wrong because they say that uh, Anubis was like the son of this other god and does this and does that. But he's the son of Set, and it's, it, it, like it's all wrong. You could have Wikipedia that in Like five minutes, and there was no reason to change it because it didn't make any difference to the rest of the movie, right? Uh, so, so get you got the bad CGI cats, and then you get the bad CGI Anubis, and he's running around killing people. Um, and it's just the worst. And these people are the stupidest people that I've ever seen or heard in <laughs> a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Like and again, some of it's that handheld stuff, and some of it's not. But they 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 have a score in the movie, so why are you doing handheld stuff with the score? It doesn't make any sense. Right. Um. Oh my god. It, so yeah, just avoid the pyramid 2014.
0: I already came to that conclusion, but thanks for me. <laughs> like I'm an honest. hour ago. <laughs> I swear
1: to God, I, I looked on IMDb. They, they, like,
2: they, why, why would we have to watch it now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so that's trash. The, IMDb
1: is like, seriously really like hard And this one was rated. Let me let me fucking see. Four point six, which is like a gym uh, version of an eight out of
0: ten. Um, <laughs> Yeah, this would probably this this one I'd have to give it a two personally. I,
1: I would rather get kicked in the balls fourteen times and watch this again.
2: You know, you, you mentioned uh, uh, the Brendan Fraser mummies. I I adore Brendan Fraser. Uh, yeah. Uh, completely as a human, and um, but the mummy completely lost me when somebody shot. At him, and he turned his head and came back and had the bullet caught between his teeth. (laughs) And I was like, I can believe mummies more than I can believe Brendan Fraser catches a bullet at full speed between his teeth. (laughs) I'm "I'm done. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Those movies got like so ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) They (laughs) did.
2: Let's not talk about you're, talking about... you're talking about old CGI. Yeah. When, when they brought out the Scorpion King with the uh, CGI rock face. Oh, my God. It was so bad. <laughs> it, it
1: was, like, even behind the time for, like... For the time, <laughs> yeah. It was, <laughs> it was bad. so bad. At the time.
2: Like, like, that that one Terminator movie. Um, I can't even remember. What it, I think it's Rise of something... Uh, the one Rising where, machines. what was that? The one where, um, what's his name? Uh, Nick Stahl, I think, was in that one. No, yeah, but I'm talking about uh, Christian. Uh, Bale. What? Christian Bale. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. Christian Bale was still doing the Batman voice, even though he was in a Terminator movie. And he's like, maybe. He's. Like, I'm the And I was like, "What are you doing, dude?" (laughs) And then at the end of the movie, like, uh, it's supposed to be—you know—it's a prequel, so they're supposed to be like unleashing the Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminators, but it's like, you know, just like 2017 or something like that, like way after. So they had like these CGI Arnold Schwarzeneggers that like came out of these capsules, and they all look like Arnold when when he first became. A bodybuilder, like like it was like cartoon Arnold Schwarzenegger's? It's like, what are you doing, man? Like you just complete. If there was any redeeming value to this movie, it's completely gone. I, I
1: really don't understand. So, like talking about Saw X, like prequels, where it's like you know those characters are going to survive. So, like
2: yeah, yeah, that too. It kind of takes that away from it for sure.
1: Like, there's no tension there. It's just yeah. like, okay, well, they're just going to get out of it somehow.
2: Yeah, like we've seen three movies past this. We know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> we've seen like
1: nine movies past Yeah, yeah,
2: for real.
0: What
1: else have, you got, Mark? That's all I have, so I just wanted on a high note with the
0: fair Keisto, do you have anything you want to talk about? Uh, mo- uh, like things I've watched? Movies you've watched? Books yeah, yeah. Writers. It um, have to be horror related either.
2: Okay, um, well, don't do that because I watch <laughs> stuff every day. We'd be here for another four hours. <laughs> um, but uh, I did watch uh, It Lives Inside in the theater. Um, I wanted to see Talk To Me Forever and, uh, and then I planned to go see it for my birthday and then uh, the people I was going to go see it with went out of town and they're like, oh, sorry, but uh, and then that weekend, it was it was gone, and I was like, "Man, it was just in the theaters like three days ago. Like it totally just sucked." So, we went to see "It Lives Inside," and and loved it. It was yeah. super fun, super different, original, very unique, uh, stylistic, and it was cool because it, it was um, it was you know mostly Indian, so it was very different, like ethnicity and like different folklore different legends and and i love that i love getting into uh like different culture and yeah um, um
1: just a recommendation i watched uh my first indian movie recently horror movie uh tomba it's pretty good so
2: i know uh what i'm i know i'm gonna say it wrong and you know forgive me anyone who knows how it's supposed to be said but like uh Kontilanak. have you seen that one? No, i seen it I don't know. It it really fits in with like the like the kind of like the ring and Juan and all that but it's like the indian version. It's really good.
1: Is there a is, 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 is there singing dancing in
0: it? Huh? It is not bollywood, Mark. No, but
1: a lot of them have it. Is there's like singing and
2: dancing? No, no, um, no. It's 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 just a like a haunted house ghost movie, um, and it's just really, really well done. It, it like the cinematography in it, like subtle stuff. You know, like I love what well, that's one of the things I love about Asian horror. Like that, if you're not paying attention, you could miss half the scares, and then you'll be like, "This didn't scare me," and then it's right. like, "Yeah, you weren't really watching the movie." Because there'll be like somebody like talking to somebody else, and in the side view mirror of the car, you see the face of like somebody who's not there. <laughs> you know, like like just little subtle things throughout like the cinematography that'll freak you out if you notice them. And uh, I felt like Kunti Lanek did that really good, um, really well. Where's Jesus, um, they went but, to the theater. Uh, yeah, so. Um, uh, it lives inside very well done good movie um and then uh just the other night uh, might have even been last night i've drank a lot um <laughs> a I, actually, I actually did get to see talk to me um my friends who i was originally gonna see it with from my birthday were like hey uh it's only six dollars on amazon let's rent it and watch it together and we were like hell yeah so uh they came over and watched it and what to um, think it what i you know i it's weird because like it's definitely solid like yeah. it's it's really well done but so many people like almost i i didn't hear one negative thing about it like everybody was like this is the best movie in 10 years like so i had built it up in my head you know like yeah so I feel like I was kind of let down just because of the hype, but yeah. um but it was definitely solid it's very like they took my partner was like uh, she was like, you know it's nothing it's nothing new right. and I was like, it's not you're right, it's not." But it was a different way to do it. And it like we're running out of ways. So right. they found an, a unique way to do it and an original way to do it. And I gotta give them props for that. You know, yep. so.
0: That's exactly what I think Mark and I were in agreement on talk to me. It it wasn't anything new or spectacular, but what they did, they did really, really well. Exactly.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So they, they, they turned a the Ouija board into a hand and made right. the, and they
2: made the hand into like a drug, right? Right. And, yeah. yeah. And like the whole you know, uh, like party yeah. atmosphere to like it. Like it, it, it brought a different, a different perspective. It was, it, 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 it's very it's
1: down to earth, right? Yeah, a lot, all, So the relationships and how they interact is what makes this movie more than the supernatural part. Agreed.
2: And and, I will say, like without any spoilers for anyone listening, the ending was perfect. Like that's exactly how yeah. I would want that movie to end. <laughs> I agree.
1: Yeah, I, I saw the ending coming, but um I I definitely think that's the best way to wrap the movie
2: up.
0: Right? Yeah, it was very it was a very satisfying ending, regardless exactly. of whether you were expecting it or not.
2: Right. It was exactly yeah, it was exactly how it should end. <laughs> it was so uh, you know as a writer and someone who believes in endings as i said earlier like i really appreciated that i was like you know when you get there and it's this like yes thank you (laughs) that was that was perfect i agree it left me feeling good so um there's that and then um i we watched the live action uh one piece uh which I don't know if y'all are into anime or anything, but, uh, um, I've seen a few episodes so far. Uh, but the live action was really good. Like it stuck to the, it stuck to the anime and the manga, uh, or manga, however you want to pronounce it. And, uh, and it, it I've, some people have complained about the casting. I felt like the casting was perfect, uh, you know, because, it wasn't just like the look or anything, but like their, their chemistry together was perfect. It was just really enjoyable. And I'm really looking forward to season two on that. And the only only complaint I I had.
0: Sorry, go ahead. go ahead, No, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was just moving on. If you have something to say about that. Yeah. I was just going to say the only, the only negative I had to say about one piece was I I always forget the main character's name. um, But when they Uh, show him as a, when they show him as a younger, a younger character, yeah, the younger version of him doesn't have an accent, and the older version does. It's the only thing that drove me insane about that, you whole know,
2: thing. now that you said it, I'm realizing that's true, but I didn't notice it <laughs> when I was <laughs> watching it. Not now he's retrospectively ruined it.
0: For yeah, me. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean i still love it but yeah yeah not uh, not anything against it just the one thing about it yeah but that's that's totally valid
2: and and you know when i catch stuff like that in movies and and stuff or like you know when i'm like how do they have curly hair now but they have straight hair when they were a child you know like i always notice stuff like that and it drives me nuts like it irks the shit out of me but i actually didn't notice that so uh that's funny i must have just been enjoying it so much that i let it you know, my brain didn't. <laughs> but yeah, that's totally valid. Um, but uh, as I said, I've also been binging uh, Fear the Walking Dead because I, I'm I'm one of those people who I know like a lot of the world has been done with The Walking Dead for a long time. And they're like, you yeah. know, uh, I fell out of it at this point or that point or whatever. I still love it. I could watch mm-hmm. ten more seasons of it. I don't care. I just i I love uh, the style. I love the characters. I love zombies. I love all of it. You know, like just keep giving it to me. No one else could watch it but me, and I'll be completely satisfied with that. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so I, I
1: watched um, all the Walking Dead series until like the last one, and then I'm just like, I'm done with this.
2: See, I'm, everyone, everyone's I'm, falling out at some point. But not me. I'm still there, and I'm gung ho for the for the spinoffs that have just happened. Like I haven't watched them yet, but I'm ready. Like I want. Then I came back.
1: I was just like, okay, let's see what the last season's like. And I thought it was one of the best seasons of it. Oh really? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. No. Like I mean, it's the thing I love about The Walking Dead is the is also the great thing about. Game of Thrones, is that n- nobody is protected? There's no like, there's no like major character that can't be killed. <laughs> you know, like. No. But, no, but there I were a few that about. should have been that weren't.
1: So let's not talk about Game of Thrones for the whole two <laughs> yeah. seasons because we're- they shit the bad on them.
0: Yeah, we're a little salty still.
1: Okay. They, they ruined but- it so bad I can't even go back and rewatch. The good seasons.
2: But the but the thing that made it, uh, you know, that pulled everyone in from the beginning was the fact that, you know, major characters died. You know, yeah. like that.
1: The, yeah, and that's the way it should be. And the, right. the Walking Dead, same as Game of Thrones, if you think about it, uh, like just the main seasons, uh, they just like dropped that. Towards the end, uh, there was definitely... And there was
2: some... Yeah, like, that's that's one of the things, things that lost people.
1: All over them.
2: Yeah, that's one of the things that lost people uh, yeah. with the later seasons of The Walking Dead is, like, there were some ridiculous things. Like, there's one scene where one character, like, falls from a window into a pit of zombies, gets completely engulfed, and still manages to come out without it, getting bit or anything. It,
1: it's like... It's that Glenn um, falling under the dumpster. Yeah, that's the jumping the shark part
2: yeah, of yeah.
1: uh, Walking Dead. But again, the last season, I thought they really pulled it back, and I thought it was really good.
2: I, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing, uh, you know, uh, the well. I want to see the New York one anyway. With yeah, uh, they have the
1: they have the
0: movies coming out, right? Yeah, yeah. They're, the Daryl Dixon quick. one just just. Dropped right. It just yeah, I haven't
2: watched it yet. I'm excited for it, and and you know, um, there's the one with with Negan and Maggie. So
0: uh, yeah, yeah, I, I haven't that watched one. that yet either. Um, I'm trying to. I didn't it. know that one. I didn't know that one dropped yet.
2: Oh I'm yeah, thinking. yeah. It's it's like for, season one's almost done. I think um, like AMC okay.
1: Plus or something.
2: Yeah, I have that one. So uh, I think. Watch wise, um that's most of Oh, I finally started the boys. Everyone's been telling me oh, to watch uh, that forever. Oh, yeah, that's that's pretty good. It's really yeah. I like it's so funny. I just started season one and I'm like, I understand why everybody loves this, like immediately.
0: <laughs> Wait until Stormfront shows up. Oh my god. And then then they have the spin off, which I
1: haven't started yet, Jan V. Gen yeah, just I'm gonna I'm watch watch yeah, I'm not going to watch that until I finish
2: the the boys. But, but Pol- you know, Pol- is great. Well, yeah. eh, like everyone is in their own right, and and you know you can totally see the Eric Eric Kripke uh, in, influence with the uh, music. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is awesome in itself. And that
1: is Gareth Emms, right? Who wrote the boys? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I don't know if you've uh, read the Crossed uh, graphic novels. Yeah. Uh, no. If you haven't, if you've seen The Sadness on Shudder. Oh, you, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so The Sadness is like a live version of Crossed.
2: Oh, that's cool. Yeah.
1: It, it, it takes The Walking Dead and goes like, we're going to make this way more perverted. So.
2: <laughs> um, I think... watch watch oh no 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 i also watched that movie um what is it called it's a uh it's got a weird name it starts with a p it's a horror movie and people were just recently talking about it and i watched it um
0: and i thought uh You don't mean it, do you? Yes, that's it. Yeah, that's a, that's that's a pretty solid film, I thought. I liked it. Yeah, I was yeah. like, there was some
2: really good visuals in it, yeah. and um, and some mind fucks. You know, yeah. like, That's exactly what I was talking about. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just I just randomly was like, this trailer looks good, you know, because sometimes I'm always trying to find a movie to watch while I write, you know, so yeah. like I gotta. And I'm trying to find stuff, like I said earlier, like I'm obsessive about watching stuff that's like in the vein of what I'm writing. So I have to find, uh, so I just randomly pick things. And uh, sometimes it's god-awful, uh, but once in a while, <laughs> uh, you know, I get a pie that was that, that was definitely good. And I also um, watched, which I, I had never seen, um, I watched both of them. What? ah, oh, Golly! What is the name of it now? We should have had this part like four years ago. Um, <laughs> um it's a uh, it's a movie about a girl, and um, there's the dude from King of Queens. Kevin is,
0: James, like, Becky
2: yes thank you both the becky movies i just watched both the becky movies and i really enjoyed both of them i thought I like it. the second one i was like the wrath of becky i was like oh how they're gonna do this but i loved it too i was like it's super fun you know like it's. i haven't it's... seen either one yet oh you haven't no not yet yeah neither well then no spoilers but um, <laughs> it's 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 for real splatterpunk man it's, yeah, uh,
1: I, I heard people talking about The Wrath of Becky and then I looked into it and it's like, oh, the a sequel to Becky. I'm like, I haven't heard of that one.
0: <laughs> you know, yeah.
2: I, I had heard of it a long time ago and I wanted to watch it and then I never did. And people were on Facebook that I trust their opinions were talking about how Splatterbucket was. And I was like, I'm going to go back and give this a shot. You know, Kevin James, that's his name. Yep and i was like you know i like kevin james too so i'd like to see him as a villain like i can't like i couldn't even see it you know yeah. but he actually did do a really good job and uh and it's you were talking at the start of all this about brutal those movies are fucking brutal <laughs> like, like just oh my gosh wow like next level. I'll have to look those up. Yeah, super fun. So that's it.
0: I think that's everything I've watched recently. So my watch list is kind of short. We've already talked about one movie extensively without spoiling it for anybody. <coughs> Are you a believer? <laughs> I am not a believer.
2: Literally I mean, no one I know has said a single good thing about it. Like, and I, actually, I just, be I just
0: read an article that David Gordon Green is saying he might be too busy to dile- direct either one of the sequels. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Meaning he's trying to get away from the backlash. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, he's like, oh, oh
2: shit, this shit's not working out. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get back into
1: it, but who thought that doing an exorcist trilogy is a good idea i mean he did
2: no wait it it wasn't a bad idea because everyone thinks of that as like the scariest thing ever if it's done really well it would be fantastic well people
1: of our age maybe but yeah i i I think for the and i don't think they got a really good box office i think for like kids today they're watching skinnamarink (laughs)
0: <laughs> Another movie oh, I haven't heard nice. a single person say a good thing. about. It's because you're staring at the corner of a ceiling for two hours. Just, just paint one of your walls and look at it. That's a I'm not that picture. Not, that picture behind your head is more interesting than that movie. It,
1: it, I,
2: I, I have not watched Skinner, um, but. But my, my best friend in the world, who I have like lived through horror with since we were kids, told me he was like – he said, see for yourself. Watch it. But I'm telling you, it's the most boring, terrible thing you're ever going to watch. Yep. And, and people and, of
0: our age understand that. <laughs> it's garbage.
2: Do, and, do, and, do I have- and I trust his opinion more than anything. So, like, I haven't – Do you ever mow your lawn? Do you have a lawn? What well, now?
1: Do, do you have a lawn that you mow?
2: Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, just a <laughs> <laughs> so it's,
1: it's made more fun, and, and maybe more terrifying. You don't know who's going to attack you like that.
0: True. Um, so, Mark, I I did you a, a service today, and I watched VHS eighty five. Oh. <laughs> so again,
1: um, just before you comment on it, I think. <laughs> <laughs> is one of the best horror anthology movies out there. VHS. TV. So
0: I'll be honest, the it the originally? overarching the overarching story, you know, that, that sort of ties this stuff together at the beginning and the end and in the middle sometimes. I liked that story. The rest of them I just was not into at all.
1: Is that the one that might have so like exactly the at the start? Yeah,
0: I agree with that review. Yeah. They is the beginning kind of
1: past that part.
0: So they go, they go, they're water skiing. Oh. And then they all get attacked and they die, but then they're back alive. One of them doesn't have a jaw anymore. And she's like, how am I talking? How is this happening? And that's the story that, that permeates the rest of them. You know, that all gets tied together at the end.
1: Yeah. But still VHS two is a classic.
2: <laughs>
1: it really is. I love VHS too. So that,
0: right. that was meh
2: the the first VHS I thought was really cool it was uh it was unique it was different
0: um this is this is the first one I've seen the the first one was decent oh, really you haven't watched any of
2: the whole series no
1: the second one is an absolute classic I'm telling you I love VHS too I mean I hear you yeah <laughs> I hear you saying that that's I, your yeah, opinion. your
0: opinion that. is valid sir
1: <laughs> VHS was a
0: um okay. I then I also watched the Nun Two. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> Jim,
2: Jim, how much should we say? Wait, wait, wait. Uh, uh important question. What what was better? Nun two or believer? The nun two. Oh.
1: So could the nun come into uh the exorcist believer and dispel the demons?
0: <laughs> I mean, probably because in the storyline in The Nun 2 is she's trying to reclaim the power of an angel. Oh. oh so, yeah, I think it probably could work once she gets the relic she's hunting for.
1: Jim, how much have you spent in the movie theater this week?
0: Uh, $44 because I bought. I brought my mother with me to see Exorcist Believer.
2: Dang, I took my kid to see the Paw Patrol movie and spent more than that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, it's not, in, in all it's fairness, we do, have the, we do have the AMC um, Stubbs premiere, so we get to see three movies a week, and it's $25 a month. So I paid for my mother's and then the concessions, and that's
1: it. Uh, was it worth it?
0: Not this week. <laughs> <laughs> the power
1: no. of price compels you to... It.
0: Oh, my God. So, Mark, you know the one thing you're always complaining about when they do these these new updated um, entries into old franchises? How they're constantly doing fan service,
1: right? War.
0: That's exactly what they did with The Exorcist. Like, I could I could tell you exactly when a line from the original movie was going to show up, and I could tell you exactly how they based the shot you're seeing on the original movie. It's almost like
1: the writers and the director are just like. Shoot.
0: There was. There was one scene that was really that was actually kind of cool, but I don't want to spoil it for anybody. But I thought it was it was really good.
1: Like, I, like I don't nor like I'll see this at a certain point, but I don't care so much that I just watch a bunch of like YouTube reviews of <laughs> the whole thing with spoilers, and like everyone is just like, "Oh my god, this is a fucking this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen." It, like, it I.
0: I hate to say it, but even my mother, who who absolutely loved The Exorcist, said, "This movie's stupid. Go get me more popcorn." <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's the best review ever. You <laughs> should put that on the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I could like
0: you know I could just imagine it you know. Yep. <laughs> so, That's the last last thing I wanted to talk about, I read, I listened to this audiobook this, um, in the last two weeks called Mary. Mark, you got to check this book out. Who's it by? Still, Mary? Uh, Mary. Let me, hold on. Where's my phone? I got to get the author's name. So is it disturbing?
1: Because, is that why?
0: It's not disturbing. It's just super interesting. Nat Cassidy. And it's narrated by Susan Bennett. So, This book is essentially about a girl who goes back to the town she grew up in after being away. And she doesn't remember any of her childhood. None of it. So it's basically about her trying to understand her childhood. And she's living with an abusive aunt that raised her after her parents died. And it's got a lot to do with mental illness and a woman's descent into madness. Because there's a large portion of the book where... She believes she's this reincarnated serial killer. And then the town is like this hot fuzz town where it's like a giant cult that all worship this serial killer. And it's just it, is it's it streaming. Super... What's that? Is it streaming? It's an audiobook. So I listened to oh, it. Oh, oh. So it's okay.
1: not Cassidy with an N, right? That's
0: what I said. Nat Cassidy. Okay. Yes. I thought you said
1: Matt. No,
0: N, no, Matt. Nat. It's it's fantastic. I cannot say enough about this book. And he even the, the author even says in his preamble to the book that there is intentional and unintentional misogyny in this book. Please just take it for what it's worth. It's part of the character development. I I only like
1: intentional misogyny, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I, I cannot say enough good things about this book. It's fantastic. It, you know, I really, and
2: this has been a huge thing, uh, going on now. Um, as an author, in the the whole horror community with indie books and everything, where people assume that a character is a reflection of the author. Mm. And it's so frustrating. Like, and I can, you know, I can say that I am speaking for a lot of people right now. <laughs> like... Right uh w- when we we want to write an asshole like we want him to be a misogynist yep. we we want him to be a a dick and we want him to be authentic we want him yep. to be believable that doesn't mean that we feel that way you know really? like <laughs>
1: i mean yeah. let, let's not get started on the like us book banning about books which are critical uh, i'm just talking
2: about in the indie community like in people like like on tiktok people are like tearing indie authors apart and like and even in facebook groups and and instagram and like you know they're all they're all making like characters uh the like the essence of the author like
0: what the I hell? Will, no. How I was... will say there was one book that did get me to question that initially, and that was a book called *Incel* by Matt Deschussois. Yeah, yeah, I know the book. That that book is horrific. Like it's so uncomfortable to, it's to read. It's supposed to be, <laughs> and I I get that, and I get that. You know, he's already said he had to take several breaks during the process of writing this because it just got to be too much. Right, but the book is horrific. I, and I loved every uncomfortable minute of it. Exactly.
2: If you're a horror fan, that's what you're going to be horrified. It's horrific. That's the point. And, and people are like, but, but you know, this author must be this and this author must be that and blah, blah. And the amount of friends that I have, you know, it hasn't happened to me. Thank God, knock on wood. But the amount of friends that I have that have been called, you know, pedos just from like writing their horror book that has nothing to do with their personal views <laughs> at right. all is i mean that's the worst thing you could ever call somebody man like don't, that's fucked up
1: like, welcome to florida I, I mean king was called that after it right
2: well, well you know that was a little bit <laughs> <laughs> these, these, these people aren't
1: these people are you know, and yeah. You know, i, I Okay. Yeah, no, it's, all, it, make, it's all the same. People need to understand hey, there's fiction and there's reality.
2: Right. Exactly. Um, and like and when you're writing horror the whole point is you're trying to horrify people. So you're not going to write shit that's not going to bother people. You want to write shit that's going to bother people. That's the entire point of what we do, you know? Right.
1: I'm, so, I'm, I'm, it's like if you write or make a movie about a certain topic, it's a weird reaction, right? Because if you look at something like I Spit In Your Grave or something where there's like rape and stuff involved, so they'll right. get very upset even if they haven't had, luckily enough, that experience in their life. But they'll happily watch people being murdered. I'm like, well, don't you see it's all fiction, right? I mean, if this hasn't happened to you, don't you see that there's a difference?
2: Right. Yeah, it's just it's just I I mean I don't know. Like the you know, at first it was comedy, now it's horror. Like it's just getting to the point where like I just You can't you can't do anything without uh pissing somebody off. You know?
0: So that's it for me, Mark.
2: Yeah, I think we
1: um, have got a new record of almost five hours. Yeah, yeah. I we feel do. like
2: at some point I should say, you know, uh, what I've written and what's out there for people. <laughs> like, please do go ahead. <laughs> Writing
1: stuff? I thought you were just just random. Yeah,
2: right. Like I've been <laughs> I've been chewing the shit and talking about movies this whole time, but I am an author, people. <laughs> um, yeah, please go ahead. I do have. Uh, I'm very proud that, um, for, for this Halloween season, I, I got four other authors together and we put a five book, five author, uh, five characters, uh, Halloween package deal, um, together. And it's called all of these people are going to die. And it's, uh, one through five, um, each book is a standalone story, uh, and the covers have all five characters from every book on them. And, um, for each book, their specific character is in focus and the rest are blurred, um, And I got four other incredible authors, and uh, all five books are worth your time. So if you're into things for the spooky season and uh, want something Halloween-y, then every book is Halloween-themed. Uh, it's all of these people are going to die one through five and uh, yeah so my book is number five it's called the carver and it's about a serial killer who carves people like jack-o'-lanterns uh, nice. it's good old-fashioned
0: fun uh, like I 70- I think I just saw man. that um, advertised or, or mentioned on Facebook today when I, was I, hope
2: so. to I hope it's being advertised <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Um, oh, I also have my Green Rain series, um,
2: which is so far three books now. I just put out the third book. Um, first book is Attack of the Killer Crabs. Second book is Oh Fuck a T Rex, and the third book is Watch Out It's in the Trees. Um, I'm not sure yet what the fourth book is going to be, um, but what happens is I have a pinned post on my Facebook. And all my readers, you can go there even now at any point in time and comment on it, a location and a villain, and I pick from that and I will write the book. And I'm not going to stop until I've gotten through everybody's requests and um, all the books so far have gotten uh, amazing reviews and uh, it, the part of the point is to take a silly concept and write something actually meaningful. So like Attack of the Killer Crabs, which sounds ridiculous, is actually uh, like a deep, meaningful uh, love story about a uh, gay couple um, and what they have to uh, face together. And a uh, um, a serial killer and... Killer Crabs. So, <laughs> nice. um, yeah, it, hey, it's... Uh, you've had a
1: case of Killer Crabs before, have not
2: you? Uh, you know? sit <laughs> uh, on the I, wrong Okay, topic. I haven't. Um, I actually haven't either, thank God. <laughs> um, but, you know, thanks for sharing that, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> <all right>. That's <laughs> what I've heard in the radio. No judgment. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I'm, um, I'm, I'm, so, I'm just.
0: i all trans- for just transparency's sake, I'm judging, Mark. I'm judging. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to.
2: Yeah, I'm, I don't
1: care. Um. Whatever.
2: Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, there's three books so far. I will be writing book four. I can't tell what it's going to be now. But at, at any point, feel free to join that uh, post say what you want and i will get to it i'm bound to determine and i do really well with prompts um uh so there's that and then um i said prompts i do well yeah, with prompts. <laughs> uh, yeah. so um uh there's also the sunny crest series which the first book is accidental murderer in apartment 34 the second book is the gateway in apartment eight which went to number one and then i will be writing the third book which will hopefully be out sometime 2024 i also have uh, a book um also in slash x hands right now which i'm really excited about um if any of you have read uh, Triage, it's, it was a book by uh, Layman, Lee, and Ketchum, uh, which you know three of the masters of uh, extreme horror. Uh, Layman being the forefather of it and uh, Ketchum being in the middle and Lee being the latest, I suppose. Um, but uh, they took one concept each uh i mean all and then wrote each wrote their own stories with the same concept and had three completely different stories and uh it was really cool it introduced me to edward lee and i got into a lot of his uh books after that so i always wanted to do the same thing to get two other authors and to um come up with one concept and and then both uh, you know, all run with it and see where it went. So uh, I got two of my favorite authors in the world, which is uh, Michael Collins or Mick Collins and Erica Summers, who are B- both...
0: bisexual zombie. He wrote, right? Yes. Yeah. Um.
2: Well. Um. So here's okay. the interesting thing about that—that that you bring that book up. Uh. They're they're both brilliant authors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they came in on this with me, and my concept for the original was um, uh, a woman runs out of a grocery store covered in blood, mm-hmm. and uh, and then that's it, you know. So, okay. <laughs> so we we all took that, and then we decided to um, to call the grocery store price slashers because okay. you know horror slashers, it's yeah. fun. And then, um, we, we took a, we decided on a, we agreed upon a photo for, uh, for our protagonist, our woman, uh, running out of the store. And then we used the same details for all of our stories, even though we were all writing completely different stories. And then we also agreed, um, that we all believe, uh, that there's not enough bisexual visibility in fiction or in, you know, in general. Yep. So, um, and it's something that, that means a lot to all three of us. So, yep. um, so we decided to uh, put bisexuality in every story. Um, so uh, all three of us wrote a story about some girl named Melissa who runs bleeding uh, covered in blood out of a grocery store that has bisexuality in it somewhere. And uh, every story is completely 100% different than the last. There are three different, uh, even different spectrums of horror. And uh, so I don't know when that will be out, but Slashik has it, and we've all signed the contracts. So uh, that's really exciting. I'm looking forward to that. Okay. I will be too. And then, um, as I mentioned earlier, I do have uh, fantasy stuff out there, Keeper of the Four Kingdoms with Shelly Jarvis, and I do plan um, writing more with her, so I hope that people will support that and not just my horror <laughs> ventures. Um, I also have um, a book that I recently released that i feel like is um one of the best things i've ever written and uh it's it's not getting a lot of attention so i really want to bring more attention to it uh okay the people that have read it have have asked me for a sequel and i'm like well i need more people than just the handful of you to read it before i'll write a sequel uh and it's called who's out there and um, it's it's kind of a psychological thriller, which kind of ventures away from like my usual horror. It's mm-hmm. it's about a girl who was trying to avoid, get away from her stalker who was like ruining her life, who ended up um, going off the grid to get away from him and developing a heroin addiction and homelessness, who finally comes home for her mother's funeral and uh the whole town is not welcoming her because she abandoned her mother and everything but then she realizes that her mother's death may not have been uh, natural causes and that there may be something sinister going on in that town and uh, with the help of her mother's uh, medical aid and the pit bull named mouse that her mother left behind she tries to figure out what's going on and solve her mother's death and uh it's a really like just in-depth mystery psychological thriller that kind of ends in horror it's just a mix of everything and something really different than most of what i do so i'm really proud of it so if you're if you're if you're wanting to uh support key sohealy go out and pick up a copy of who's out there <laughs> i'll go look that up that should be everything <laughs> i mean yeah. there's a lot more actually yeah. but should be everything for okay. right now
0: <laughs> that's okay because we can always have you back on to talk more yeah it's I been mean, a lot of fun. you know I have another five hours if you guys want. <laughs> yeah. I don't tonight because I do have to be up at 4.30 for work. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I know Mark has the day off, but not all of us yeah, are hey, that lucky. I actually,
2: you know, tr- truth be told, I, I, I have to leave it um, in seven hours myself. So.
0: Well, then you better go get some rest, sir. But I did want to say thank you very much for coming on today. Yeah, I thanks really for you. talking.
1: Appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. Even yeah, though we had to sure. listen
2: to Mark and his drivel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as, as usual. At least mine. You know, not the you know, uh, As As uh, As most uh, American politicians, I, I switch sides a lot during this. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> And that's okay. Mark is wrong most of the time. <laughs> Every once in a while, he gets one right. <laughs> it's all right.
2: There was actually several times where I was like, "Okay, now no, no, no. Shh, shh, shh. We, we
0: don't tell him that. We don't tell him that." But that's okay. It Mark, was only when you. I got
2: like past the movies and stuff to the more deeper philosophical things that I was There you go. <laughs> there you go.
1: I, I waver from one to the other. It's just like well, <laughs>
0: pretty much.
2: But yeah, so, this anyway. was awesome, and and I had a great time hanging out with y'all, oh, and I'll gladly anytime you'll have me. So. <laughs>
0: We might just hold you to that, right, Mark?
1: Absolutely. It was a great time.
0: Absolutely. So you gentlemen have a great night. Thank you so much. Yeah, you too. Night-night, everyone. (laughs) Night-night. bye